are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hi, guys. And today, we are going to cover living in a small town versus living in a big town, small town living. Maybe we should give a little bit of the history of... Okay, so we all are from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, which is about 130,000 people. And Nate, you went to York College in Nebraska for a while and then came back to Cedar Rapids to help run your family's business. My freshman year year college. I went out to Nebraska, York College, which is in York, Nebraska. Definitely a small town, I would say. York made national or ESPN news several years back. I went or, there that uh, year that that happened, that they were on ESPN. <laughs> they they got beat by 100. I was at the game. We were down by like 98 and the coach told our players to shoot on our own basket because he didn't want to give them the satisfaction of scoring that hundredth point to go up on us. So uh, I know a couple guys refused, but somebody did it. And yeah, it was on Center, And I went there that year. I live in a small town outside Cedar Rapids now. That's why I wanted to talk about small town country living. How big is the town you live in now? About a thousand people. We have a, oh, really? we have a gas station and one stop sign. Yeah. Okay. And then Matt, after high school, you left Cedar Rapids. Went out to uh, Malibu, uh, outside Los Angeles. With a single suitcase and a knapsack on a stick. Pretty much. I had a boogie board. I took the Greyhound bus out, yeah. And uh, I had uh, one suitcase and a boogie board. Um, (laughs) Going to California. (laughs) Matt, did you carry the boogie board with you on the Greyhound, or did you buy it once you got there? Um, I bought it uh, at one of the stops for the Greyhound because I, I didn't, I figured I'd show up least looking like somewhat the part. Yeah. Know? Like LA dude. And then yeah. you got it in the water once and it hit you in the head. Yeah. It kept hitting me in the head. And so I just got frustrated and threw it in the ocean. Please <laughs> tell me that you kept the boogie board after you bought it, that you kept it between you and the person sitting next to you on the bus, like awkwardly <laughs> for like a 20 hour bus yeah. ride. How many different apartments have you had in LA, do you think? Can you even think, sit down and remember them? No, I, I think, I see, I'm 43 years old, and I think I've moved an average of one time a year since I've been 18. <laughs> I've got, <clears throat> I got exes throughout the country, so I keep following women. They don't all country. live in Texas? I, they do I not live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in Florida. Now I'm in Florida. I moved out to Eugene, Oregon. I live uh, south of Eugene in a small town. It's like 5,000 people. So we've got Dairy Queen, Breakfast Place, Dinner Place, Mexican Place. We have a movie rental store Whoa. that I go to probably once a week. What I is go it in. called? Is it a family video? No, it's a... Uh, movies are... Oh, man, I go there all the time. What's the name of it? Movies are obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> we just call it John's because the guy in there is John. And you walk in, it's just this little place. And he has had the rental store in Crestville since like 85. And all day, every day, he just stands there by the counter and watches movies. And you just go in, talk to him. He's super knowledgeable about movies. And uh, that's honestly one of my favorite parts about living here is John's, the movie place. So, wow. That's that's good. Set. That's better than we have. I don't know. It's nice, though. It's it's a bedroom community. I mean, it's a 10-minute drive to Cedar Rapids. So That's what ours is. Yep. Yeah. 
I love Where do they get the term bedroom community? I just go there to sleep. We uh, we manufacture bedrooms. That's what we do. That's our our trade. Literally a bedroom community. Um, It's like I always wanted a bumper sticker that said, no, really, my boss is a Jewish carpenter. (laughs) You've ever seen those uh, Christian bumper stickers? So a big part of our childhood was, uh, you know, we grew up in Cedar Rapids, which is a pretty big city. I guess a city, but... Uh, Matt and I spent a lot of time in Brandon, Iowa. That's about 30 miles away from uh, Cedar Rapids, where our family's from and still at. But it seems a million miles away. (laughs) It might as well be. The population is uh, 306, down from 309 three years ago. (laughs) Are there any businesses Um, in Brandon? There used to be a cafe that closed. There used to be an antique shop that closed. There is one, Quick Stop, which uh, doesn't have gas pumps anymore. That's uh, not convenient. (laughs) (laughs) And they have a uh, Denon's Denton's Casting. Oh, Uh, yeah. They have like a metal fabrication place. Okay. So there is a business there. They go into the Chamber of Commerce event. And it's just them, and they're like, "Oh, it's just, it's just us." They're they're waiting patiently the whole time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we I have really fond memories of Brandon and Nate. You've been there lots of times mm-hmm. with us too. But it is classic Iowa small town in a like a time warp. Like I remember as a kid dialing the wrong number, and a lady would a voice would come on and say, "We're sorry, you must now dial seven numbers." Um, and Whoa. that was not. That was it was like, like the old days where you dial like dial Klondike five five five. Yeah, yeah. And uh, our grandpa was the mayor for a while. Um, I remember he said that one of his big wins was he got uh, increased pay from uh, I think it was fifteen dollars to twenty dollars a month as mayor. Um, but his main issue was people flushing condoms down the toilet and stray cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he ran on that agenda. Wait, you you need to phrase that differently. People were flushing stray cats. Or... <laughs> no, no. He wanted to rid the town of both condom flushing and stray cats. <laughs> he he's got a he's running on a multifaceted platform. <laughs> he's not just a single issue candidate. No, but he worked you know out of the town for you know 40 years or whatever and every day he set traps all over town to catch cats and uh and he would take them in his car and he'd drive them to the next city and release the cats so there probably aren't any aren't any stray cats there's probably hundreds and hundreds of them that got moved but we should put up a mission accomplished urbana (laughs) iowa has a massive stray cat problem (laughs) because of your grandpa yeah exactly um, but he, yeah, they, so the town, my, or the house they lived in, my uncle still lives in uncle Denny and they bought it. I think when grandpa and grandma got married or it was a, it was like an apartment building and they bought it and made it a house or it was a house or whatever. But grandpa said his first, he grew up right outside of town and his first rental that they moved into when they got married was $7 a month. Whoa. Yeah. And, uh, he's, I think him and his dad would go around because they were kind of like homegrown tech, like uh, electricians. Mm-hmm. I think they were the guys that would go and help t- houses get electricity for the first time, like farmhouses and stuff. Wow, that area. So like what? This when, would have been like, like, like um, he growing up forties. Yeah, because he was born nineteen thirty. Oh. Yeah, so it's probably yeah. as a teenager when he did yeah. the mid forties. The racial makeup of Brandon, according to the census, is ninety nine point zero four percent white. And 0.96 Native American, which means <laughs> that there are three Native Americans there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. What What happened to the black man from the last episode? That I don't know. I, I, 
you know what? I left everybody hanging on that one. After he went to town after smoking a cigarette, I'm not sure what happened. But mm. apparently they left town to be because they're not mm. part of the census. Yeah, to be continued. Aaron Donnelly. Ah, nostalgia. Remember the good old days when during the heat of summer we'd skinny dip down at Rogers Creek and hitch a ride home in the back of some old farmer's truck. Then the whole gang would spend the rest of the day playing ball and drinking pop in the shade of Raleigh Henderson's big oak tree. And later, we all'd sneak out behind the drive-in and play pranks on the older kids carousing in the back seats of their parents' cars. Remember those times? Yeah, me neither. We moved here after going to a city council meeting because uh, I have to go to stuff like that for my job. And we just loved the mayor. He came up to us and goes, hi, I'm Dave. I'm the mayor. And he shook our hands and he just sat there and talked to us for a long time. And just the people there were so friendly. And um, Jenny's really engaged in the community. Like she leads this uh, painted rock group that has like 800 members in it. And they leave these little rocks with inspirational stuff all around town. And she also volunteers with a bunch of other stuff in town. And yeah. we just love it here. I really do. We got two, we got a couple of scooters a while back, so we could just ride mopeds around town. It's yeah, we, uh, it's a golf cart community here. So it, it, we don't have one yet, but it, it kind of gives you a small town feel when you can just cruise around in a golf cart. We, we are that too. It's, it's completely, and I'm not joking when I say lawless when it comes to motor vehicles. You can have anything. A tractor, you could put a motor on a unicycle if you wanted. There's no laws. Mm. And I love it. Probably one of my favorite things in life is on a road trip, driving through a small town and stopping at a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Just and just kind of wandering and grabbing a candy or soda, and I just love that feeling. Don't that's you like great. seeing the, the difference, like of a just a local small town gas station that's not part of a franchise? I don't know. Yes. I just like I like stopping in places that are not not branded. You know, just I the, did too. We, I like always wondering about the candy rotation. How or like how? When's the last time somebody bought this item? How long the, has the Zagnut bar been there? Or like at my work, <laughs> it's a in the driver's room. <laughs> there's those they're like a stand and they have like four little compartments and one has m&ms and one has peanuts mm-hmm. those things are so archaic you see them in like tire old tire stores and stuff yeah i always wonder about the food rotation on those ones too you don't want to know now nate do you have uh like small town rivalries where you live there's a lot of people that are jealous of vinton i'm sure you guys know vinton is that the county seat where the courthouse is and it is see they it's have the all home horses and all the meth heads so it's yeah. the home of moose's roll arena is the county <laughs> yeah, seat it is it is is moose still there he's dead i'm sure I, you Gotta know i haven't dead. really checked lately so I'll, I'll, <laughs> he's, there'll be a follow-up on the next episode he's but. buried underneath the rink well we'd go remember matt Mo- moose's top 10 because he played 45s at the time Whoa. And he only had like 10. I mean, the, they were on rotation. It was like walk like an Egyptian. We built um, this city on Rock and Yeah, Dire oh, Straits. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just knew him. They were his hits. Think funny. Think, think funny. One of my favorite things about small towns is just like when you're a kid, especially just the boredom 
of summer and being in a small town. Half the time, as a kid, you're walking or you're riding a bike, and so you get to know everything about the town, like little cracks in the sidewalk or curbs or, you know, just anywhere in particular, like the broken pop machine behind the feed grain mill or whatever. As a kid, you get to explore and learn all that stuff. And in, in, in Brandon, there was nothing to do. That feeling of boredom and heat during the summer and you kind of just walk out and try and figure out something to do. Well, you get to know, you get to know, like, like you said, every square inch of a small town, like there's a, by the gas station, we have a water tower and there's a little post by the water tower that's kind of the same size and shape of like an adult man. And so at night, if I'm driving, like it'll scare me sometimes because I'll think that's a person there, but it's a pole. And it's just like things like that, that you, if you're from that town, you know, yeah, I like knowing, play, like you can reference in my town, you could say they took the pinball machine out of the laundromat, which they did and really bummed me out. And people know what you're talking about. Yep. And I do that kind of thing in a similar way, like uh, like uh, at, at Disneyland, there's a bench on Main Street that I put a quarter and gum. I stick gum to a quarter. I put it underneath this bench. And it's the only bench on Main Street. It's in this little porch area. I like knowing that that's there. And that it's still there, and there's millions of people, and that's that's a little spot that I know of. Aaron, send me a picture of it sometime of which bench you're talking about, because I will, I will, we go there probably once a year, and I will take a picture at that spot, <laughs> okay. and I will also do what you're doing and add to the yeah. tradition. So, and other things like uh, me and my boy when he was younger, we always used to hide things like in stores, like Target. We'd take a little action figure and find a like a pretty of a spot in target that doesn't get used much like a high shelf and hide him up there and so then every time we'd go he'd run in and check and make sure if it was still there or not i don't know it's almost like a form of graffiti but i like that knowing places like that somehow and brandon it seemed like in the summer people would go walking at night outside in the dark and and he'd run into this just a lot of people in town also just walking around and you just stop and talk to them and then keep walking there's other people people probably didn't have money for air conditioning and mm-hmm. so you're just you want to get out and there's nothing to do like they didn't have cable tv till the 90s right and so you're just out yeah it's a, didn't, it was or, a totally different world yeah Dwayne would have his fish fry and wingding, which I think, Nate, did you attend at one point? I did. I did once, and it was. It was a wingding. (laughs) So he had, in the small town, he'd have, there were, I don't know, a hundred or so people there that would come, and they'd have music and all this fish and stuff. They'd have, like, turtle and raccoon, or squirrel meat, I think. Um, I don't know if raccoon uh... is uh, safe for human consumption, but... Well, I was going to tell the story because Dwayne's, so Dwayne used to live in a, like a single wide trailer in Brandon and he rented a house on his property to (laughs) some like real poor, poor people. And anyway, he rented it for $40 a month and uh, they went in there one time and she, and she was saying like, oh, dinner's almost ready. Do you guys want to eat with us? And there was raccoon feet sticking out of a pot. Oh, <laughs> the best story of Dwayne though is that um, when they first got married, they were eating breakfast, and a rat came and started eating out of the dog food bowl. And Dwayne picks up a gun from the table and shoots the rat, and keeps eating breakfast. <laughs> That's like a scene from a movie. I love that. <laughs> it's classic. I think at the Wingding and uh, Fish Fry, I think uh, one year there were testicles on the menu. Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what animal they came from. <laughs> I yeah. had to try them, though. Yeah, it's chicken, basically. And then, remember the article? So there was a serial rapist that was from Brandon, 
And there was an article in the paper mom sent us about it. And people were getting quoted from Brandon. They were like, just when Brandon was trying to get back on its feet, news like this comes along and knocks us back down. <laughs> and they were saying like, you know, a few years ago, we put up the frying pan and things are really starting to move here. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> back decades. There's also, you- I like when we went to grandma, grandpa's funeral, there was a town drunk. I like the idea of a town drunk. <laughs> and grandpa used to let him sleep on the couch sometimes. And does he, does he stumble through the streets with a bottle <laughs> and a brown paper bag? No. Does he lock himself in the jail like Otis? Little story about John and Anna. Anna's wealthy father strictly forbade her from being with John, a misunderstood greaser from across the tracks. They had only exchanged glimpses and quick remarks before tonight, but everything was about to change. John shot off the engine of his 76 Chevy as he coasted down her driveway. Anna climbed out of her bedroom window. They were free. Five miles out of town, they pulled over and embraced. As passions ran hot, their eyes met, and they both knew what the other wanted. A frank discussion about how they were only in this for the novelty aspect. Both of them cited an onset of diarrhea, and they drove back to town. The diarrhea story was only a part lie, as Anna felt a poop coming on. Now, Aaron, do you miss living like uh, Los Angeles, Mid Wilshire, where you could just like get out of your apartment and just walk around downtown and I do. all kinds I, of stuff? I, I loved it. I, and then when you're living in LA, you feel like you're in the middle of it. You know, right. like you're where things are happening. And I do miss that. I loved when we vacationed and we went to New York City last Christmas and we got an Airbnb and it was just, it was in Little India. There was this little crappy one bedroom apartment and Jenny hated it, but no, she hated the thought of it. But once we got there, we were fine. Did I you, love being in the middle of a bunch of people and, and hustle and bustle. That would be cool. That would be cool if you're if you're younger, you know, maybe to live downtown and you can just walk to everywhere where the action is. And downtown Cedar yeah. Rapids is a little bit more lively than it used to be. It used to be completely dead. Yeah, it was. They've done some stuff in Czech Village, like year-round farmers market and some restaurants and shop. People don't realize how modern and progressive cities in the Midwest can be. It's not like it's a farm life living. It's not. It's yeah. I mean, it's there's two different worlds. Um, you know, in the in the, in the flyover states, they say you know, and there's the cities, and then totally different world. You can drive you know five miles out of town, and you're a different universe. Remember me and Nathan, Nathan Lake. The downtown used to be really dead at night, and we went down there, and we had one of those horns that they blow at at soccer stadiums. A, a bubazela. Yeah, a long plastic horn, and. He would play that, and I would try and dance to get money. Dancing for nickels? Yeah, for nickels. And uh, we made like a couple bucks. Do teenagers still cruise the Ave? Cruise first I don't know. Avenue? I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. kids sit on their phones. Because people are so connected always... now. You, you could just find people through your phone. Yeah, half of it was looking for girls, where girls are. Because we just, just go to the mall because girls might be there. A lot of it was trying to figure out where they a dense population of girls might be. It would take a second to do what it used to take us a day to figure out where are people and what are they doing. But in a small town, it's nice when you have kids, like, you know their parents, you know where they are, you know whose house they're at. I mean, that's a really good point, because with with our daughter, we're just scared to death of 
of her like spending the night at any of her classmates' house because you just don't get to know any parent. Does your bug guy have a daughter that is about that age? <laughs> bug guy just just had a baby not too long. Ago. He did. Wow, he okay. is talented. Yeah, he had a, he had quite a gender reveal party, I guess. Um, it had something to do with lighting dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I demand that next week's episode is the bug guy episode. We need to have him interviewed. Uh, I want to find out what makes him tick. He sounds like he's got a lot of interests. So was it a boy or a girl, Matt? Uh, It was a girl. So uh, I don't know how they... let's predict the name. What do you guys think? (laughs) Tina? Stephanie, maybe? Yeah. Something Sue. Like it's going to have a two-word name. (laughs) Tina Sue? Think funny. Do you know your convenience store counter guy by first name? No, there's a couple of different people that rotate. Do you know your Walmart people by first name? Because I used to know my Walmart. Or no, we had nicknames for them. I just kind of wander around. I I can't really find anybody at Walmart. They're like hiding somewhere. And when I do find find them, they don't want to talk to me. They really don't want to. They pretend like I'm not even there. You can do it. Like me and Joe were filming a video for his class one time. And we brought a big raw fish like a fish, like probably a foot and a half long into Walmart. We put it down in the middle of the aisle and we opened up a pack of Oreos and we're feeding it to the fish on camera in the aisle. And uh, a couple of Walmart people walk by and they stop and they look at it and then they just keep walking <laughs> like with no expression. <laughs> because no that was not even response. in the top 10 of weirdest things going on <laughs> in the store at the time. That could be so. an episode. That could be, what's you know, the, doing crazy stuff in Walmart. That could be Ooh. an episode. <laughs> yeah. We just dare each other. Oh, I need the Annie. I like it, Matt. I like the challenge. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm they gonna don't care. Live, they really don't a care. Live fish into Walmart and feed it Oreos. <laughs> Watch it flop around on the floor. It's like the feeling of going to Brandon uh, when you know your friends are back in town and you're in Brandon. At the time, there was no cell phones, no internet. You are completely removed, and you know there's no like girls or friends or anything happening there. That's a weird isolation. And, and anyway, go to the, going to family reunions felt like you're just completely remote and removed. You know, it's anything. funny you say that because it reminds me of like when I went off to York for freshman year, I wasn't homesick for home. I was honestly, and it sounds stupid, but I was homesick for like you guys, for like my friends. Yeah. I, I'm, I missed my friends, my, you know, and you make new ones, but there's nothing the same as your old friends so well I'm, yeah. that's one of the main reasons why i wanted to start the podcast is because of that like you cannot recreate the friendships that you developed that we, at least we developed in in that time of our lives i'd never been able to no it's like in uh what's the movie annie hall when they try it when he tries to recreate the thing with the lobsters on the ground yeah it's like that yeah it just I don't know what it is. I, I, I've thought about that a lot, actually. Like your high school friends, you have a huge population to choose from. Yeah. I don't know. It's there's. I've never met anybody as funny as you, Nate. Um, wow, you need to meet more people. <laughs> <laughs> but just the the yeah, just the connection and bond we had. I've never been able to recreate. So yeah, you do. I do end up missing it. I go back to Iowa. And I also miss miss the weather, the feeling of the humidity, the sound at night of the. What are the bugs? The cicadas yeah. or whatever they're called. Yep. Um, cicadas. Look are the, those the Mexican cicadas. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> cicadas. Cicada. Cicada. Yeah. I think it's John Cicada. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a hybrid yeah. of the two. Where do you guys think you'll retire ultimately? Do you ever think you'll leave Iowa, Nate? 
Ooh, I, I would always want to keep one foot in Iowa just because I just love it here. It's home. Feels like home. Mm-hmm. I think we might end up, I could see us ending up maybe a decade from now in, at the Oregon coast. I think we have, we both have a real love for Oregon. So I think the Oregon coast is just awesome. And it's always felt very lonely to me. The it's, Oregon coast? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's the ocean. It's the drizzle. It's not a, you can't swim in it. It's a cliff, ragged cliff type ocean. Like it's wave smashing. Matt, are you just going to recreate the Goonies? Is that what? It's like the Goonies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think okay. I will. Is that Astoria? Is that the town? Yeah, Astoria. Yeah, it's northern Oregon. I think I'll end up somewhere warm. I don't know where, but I'd like to be somewhere warm all all year round. I think you, uh, those pictures of you in Cabo, that that fit you like a glove. Oh, I know, Aaron. That was perfect. See Aaron on a Mexican beach. There's something about Mexico. I like the feeling of, you feel like you're just, you're out of it. There's no pressure, no responsibilities. It's like at the end of uh, Shawshank Redemption, where he's just, it's a warm place with no memory. And that's what it kind of feels like. You could just live down there and just check out. Yes. We've been on several Disney cruises and there's a, Disney has their own island. And um, every time yeah. we go there, I, I tell our friend that we go with, I'm like, I could just live here. I'm like, I don't need a house. I don't need money. I'm like, I could just sleep under this tree and just wake up every day and live here. Yeah. It's weird how people, um, you know, work their whole lives to, uh, and then they're like, I'm going to retire, you know, a small town. Or you, you think like, well, you know, you do that when you're 70. You could have done that like when you're 40. Yeah. Uh, if you just like, you know, if you can simplify your life and find a way, you know, to, you know, make I, money, you know, over the internet. I think that's why a lot of people are gravitating towards like that, um, the tiny house lifestyle. That way you don't have a house payment. I mean, you spend fifteen or $20,000 on a house and you just pay for it and you're done. I feel like I'm too big for a tiny house. <laughs> like I would be banging. It'd be like Tommy Boy in the bathroom of the plane the whole time. <laughs> you would hit I'd your head. You would hit your head like 10 times a day. A little teapot and kind of like, you know. <laughs> I picture them constructing the tiny house like around you, Aaron. <laughs> like you're just standing there like, you know, when you're getting fitted for a suit. They're just like, uh, they're just constru- there's just enough room to move and that's it. It's like an outhouse. <laughs> when I'm in a small space, I feel like Godzilla. I feel like doing all of that, like tearing everything apart. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be hard to, uh, the smell in the tiny house, probably, it'd be hard to, to live in a tiny house, you know, with gas, you know, having to fart all the time. Yeah. There's really no way, where for it to go. Like, you can't really yeah, hide it. It's true. Like, if you, if you blow up the bathroom in a tiny house... <laughs> All right, guys. Well, for uh, Nate Sadler and Matt Donnelly, this is Aaron Donnelly. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Think Funny podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Sorry, guys. Um, Sybil's coming. She's got she's to fix it because I'm not sure what's going on. We sound like you're in a tunnel or something. Are you broadcasting from the nuclear sub studio? <laughs> hey, this is Matt, deep from the Mariana Trench with James Cameron. <laughs> is it Mariana Trench? Marianas? I don't know. I've always been, I used to call it the marinara trench, but marinara is the sauce. (laughs) So I was wrong. Maybe that's how the trench got its name from the sauce. Yeah. What shall we call this trench? (laughs) (laughs) Giuseppe. As they're eating plates of spaghetti. (laughs) They spilled it all over the controls. Uh Aha. That's how they got down that far. They weren't intending to. (laughs) No, no. They just wanted to go down a few feet, actually. Just a test. <laughs> the Marinara Trench. There's an Elvis movie on the marquee sign. 
to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aaronnonley.com for today's show notes and much more. That's A-A-R-O-N-D-O-N-L-E-Y dot com. Got a six-pack of beer and a bottle of wine Gotta be bad just to have a good time They're gonna holler at the moon Shoot out the light, it's a small town